eat that frog or make frog legs. That's what we're talking about today. Hi, this is Frank Buck, and this is the place to be if you want to get organized and make it look easy. Mark Twain said, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. His point is we all have tasks that are unpleasant or difficult. So rather than procrastinate, do it first and get it over with. The worst part of the day is over. You can look forward to more pleasurable activities planned for the day. Author Brian Tracy even wrote a book based on the concept. The book entitled, Eat That Frog, 21 Great Ways to Stop Procrastinating and Get More Done in Less Time. It's even viewed as a time management system. And in a post from the Monday.com blog, the author and her partner in crime try this method and log the pros and cons. Spoiler alert, they give up after two days. I've linked to that article in the body of the blog post that accompanies this episode. So what about frog legs instead? Have you ever eaten frog legs? They're a common delicacy, especially in France. What if you could take something that's unpleasant and turn it into a delicacy? In the four-day work week, Tim Ferriss poses the question, What would this look like if it were easy? What if we could take the difficult thing and make it easy? What if we could turn eat that frog into enjoy frog legs? So why is it difficult? So when you've identified that frog, can you pinpoint what makes it so unpleasant? Is it, I don't have the right tools? Is it, the tools don't work well? Is it, I don't really know where to start? Is it, I'm not so good at it. Is it, it will take too long? If you can answer that question, you're on your way to making the difficult things easy. Can you break down the task into smaller parts? As one example, let's take the podcast that you're listening to now. Each week, the piece of content I bring to you appears as text in a blog post, as a podcast, as a YouTube video, and as a newspaper column. There are many steps involved. Here are just a few. Come up with the idea. Outline the points I want to make. Draft the article. Record, edit, and upload the podcast. Record, edit, and upload the YouTube video. Embed the podcast and the video into the body of the blog post. Find a suitable photo to serve as a thumbnail image for the video and for the featured image for the blog. Pull that image into Canva. Add a title on top of it. Download it. Compress the photo. Upload the photo in my website's library and add it into the blog and add it as a thumbnail for YouTube. Okay, do you see what I mean? All of these steps. Write this week's content is, without a doubt, a frog, a big frog. But what would it look like if it were easy? Break it into smaller pieces. You just saw a list of the subtasks that go into producing one piece of content. Let's face it, going to a free site such as Pixabay and downloading a suitable picture of a frog to use in the featured image, well, it just isn't hard. So is your frog a frog because of the number of steps involved? Batch your work. 
Producing a new piece of content each week means producing four or five every month. How do I keep track of everything? Well, I have a spreadsheet with a row for the date of every Tuesday extending far into the future. Tuesday is the day that the new content releases. That spreadsheet provides a place to trap ideas for posts that I'll be producing months from now. No good ideas ever lost. The columns list the steps involved in producing the content. I work a month ahead and batch the steps. I work on titles for all four or five posts for the coming month during one sitting. When I look for a picture of a frog to use, I'm also looking for pictures for all posts for the coming month and downloading them to my computer desktop. Next, I open Canva, create a blank project, and add a place for the headline and another for the name of my website. Now, before I do anything else, I just take and duplicate that slide three or four times. The name of the website is already there, and I simply paste the name of each post into each slide. Next, I drag the images downloaded from my desktop to each of those frames, and within seconds, I download the whole set onto my desktop. Now, I like to compress the resulting images. So I drag the whole set into Optimazilla, and I've got a, a link to that in the body of the blog post. I let it compress them all and download the results to my computer desktop. Now I'll need those featured images for the blog post, for YouTube thumbnails, and for my weekly email newsletters. So I drag the whole set into my website's media library. I drag the whole set into my constant contact image library. And a folder where I keep all blog featured images, I just simply drag it in there. And that folder sorted chronologically. So when it's time to upload all four or five YouTube videos in one sitting, well, I have the thumbnails ready to upload. So do you see why batching is so important? If I had to go to Pixabay, and then Canva, and then Optimazilla, and then to my website, and then to Constant Contact for that one picture, well, that could get really old really quick. By the way, if you're doing a similar type of repeating project that has many repeating steps, you might be interested in learning more about my content creation calendar. All of the information is in a post called How to Create a Robust Content Calendar. You'll find a link to it in the blog post that accompanies this episode. All right, let's talk about the tools and the know-how. Do you hate to eat the frog because you don't have the tools that would make it easy? Are you just not sure you know what you're doing? For a long time, I resisted producing video because I simply didn't have a good strategy for making it easy. Once I figured out, I could just record on Zoom a meeting with myself, just hit the record button at the beginning, well, the light bulb came on. And when I did a little research, I found a free video editor and searched YouTube for a couple of quick start tutorials. I was all set. You can read about that entire experience in a post called How to Create Video with Zoom and Edit with Shotcut. The link to that one is also in the blog post. 
in today's world, when you're clear on what you want to learn, you've accomplished half the battle. Plan tomorrow today. What are you selecting for your Fab Five, the five most important things that you want to hit the ground running on tomorrow? Are they worded clearly so they'll be easy to do? Are you excited about them because of how life will be better after they're done? Do they make you excited about the possibilities for the day ahead? If not, you're not through planning. Now let's talk more about the Fab Five. The literature on time management is filled with suggestions that you start your day with the most important tasks, the tasks that are going to bring you closer to the goals that you've established as being important to your success, either personally or professionally. Well, my advice is exactly the same. On my digital task list, remember the milk, my list is divided into four sections. The Fab Five, morning, afternoon, evening. First thing in the morning, you'll be looking at the Fab Five. But a question remains. Will you be looking at five frogs? Do you really want to eat that frog? Or will you be looking at that delicacy? Five pairs of tasty frog legs. You can't wait to dig in. What would this look like if it were easy? That's the question for each of us. Thanks for stopping by. This has been Frank Buck, helping you get organized and make it look easy.